Hello, my friends. This is Bishop Campbell welcoming you again to a short meditation on the theme of living the Catholic life. Yesterday, we celebrated a very important feast day, which was the Feast of the North American Martyrs. This feast day always meant a lot to me uh, growing up in upstate New York because it was in the area not too far away from my hometown where three of the North American martyrs met their death. These martyrs, St. Jean de Prébeuf, Isaac Jogues, and their companions, were a group of, of Jesuits that came over from France in an answer to an extraordinary call for conversion of the natives of the, the New World. This was an especially strong impulse felt in France, and it was prompted by a love to share the promise of the kingdom of God. Of course, the Jesuits became known very quickly in their existence as an order that was always ready to move. They had an especial vow they took, as you understand, to the Pope, and of course the Pope's desire to, to missionize was a very important part of the Jesuit order at that time. And these young Jesuits came to North America where the French government had established a colony in what we now know as Quebec in Canada. And I think it's important to recognize the work of these North American martyrs because of the association of the French church with the growth of Catholicism in America. We don't often think about that. We think of the great migration, say, of the Irish and then of the Germans and the Italians, the Poles, and so forth. But actually, it was the contribution of the French Church that helped to establish uh, Catholicism in North America, not only in Canada, but in the United States. When I was an undergraduate, I attended a college that was in the northern part of New York State. And in fact, I helped for a while teach a confirmation class at the Church of St. René Goupil in Pirates, New York. Now, I don't think many of you could point to that on a map, but it was very much a part of that, that French contribution. At first, the North American martyrs had very little success. In fact, they met with a great deal of opposition, and all of them were very cruelly tortured and finally were martyred. But eventually, their witness and their teaching bore much fruit. In fact, St. Kateri Takawitha, the so-called Lily of the Mohawks, was born at Orisville in New York, the place where three of the martyrs met their death. And it was from that that a new spirit, a new blossom of the faith came. Now, I mention all of this not only uh, to recall some of the things with which I grew up living in upstate New York, 
but also because of the mission impulse that these Jesuits exemplified so powerfully. A mission to share the greatest promise given to us by God through Jesus Christ, to share the goodness of his message and the power of the kingdom. And I think of what St. Saint, uh, St. John Paul II mentioned in one of his great encyclicals, that mission lies at the heart of the church. And in fact, he went so far as to say, if we lose the mission spirit, we might very well lose our souls. So that all of us, as members of the church, are called certainly for the support of the missions with our prayers and resources, and I think this is crucial for all Christians. This is why almost all dioceses maintain a mission cooperative, whereby missionaries are brought into particular parishes to share their story, to ask for our aid, which we should offer generously to them. For they are at the front line of the power of the preaching of the gospel. But we also have to realize that not only do we support other missionaries, we are to become missionaries ourselves, in our own time and in our own place. And that sense of missionizing is rooted in the love of God and the gift of his truth that has so generously been given to us. And it is given to us in order to open, and to share what we receive. Remembering the North American martyrs, we realize that at times the task is both arduous and discouraging. But the fruit may come later. But any good seed that is planted will eventually bear fruit. And I've often said, and this is probably at the heart of our virtue of hope, that any good act done in the love of God and for the name of Jesus Christ, no matter how small it may be or how unknown to most people, is a contribution to the victory of Jesus Christ. And even in our own lifetime here in the United States, sometimes living an authentic Catholic life brings opposition, misunderstanding. But yet it is our very witness, even though we may not see the results from it, even though it may from any particular day to the next be discouraging, it will bear fruit. It will fall on an open mind, and a willing and desirous heart. I think as a community of believers, we are sometimes called today to missionize in those places that were once Christian, but have lost the sense of faith or any understanding of it. John Paul II called this the new evangelization, the reawakening of the power and of uh, faith and the enthusiasm for the faith, among people who have grown either lukewarm or simply had been distanced from the faith. John Paul II 
particularly was concerned with what he called practical atheism. That is, a situation in which people may declare their faith, may recite the creed, but live lives that actually betray the very words that they speak. And so there is that need to missionize, to be uh, to train ourselves for it, how to speak the faith, how to live it, how to give an appropriate witness, how to answer questions that are asked of us, how to share openly and generously with others. So often it is the experience of a charitable act done by a faithful Christian that moves the hearts of non-believers. It is also the tasks of parents to allow their children to develop a missionizing spirit as well. For the first mission of the parents is to rear their children in the faith in which they have had the children baptized. But there should be a willingness in everyone's heart to give witness, perhaps in the, even in the face of opposition, but out of a profound love for the name of Jesus Christ and the love for the good of the other. We are not frequently called to the blood martyrdom that was endured so heroically by the North American martyrs. But we are called to a martyrdom which touches upon the original meaning of that word martyros, martyr. It means one who is willing to confess the faith and to give a powerful witness and to plant the seed. And in planting that seed, allow it to be rooted deeply in the soil of Jesus Christ, watered by the Spirit, and give us patience to see see it grow. 